Hello and welcome to the very first podcast of the new QUT News, Views and Spews. And um, with me, I'm Susan Heatherington and with me in the QUT Spews studio today is... Hello, I'm Leanne Neby. And we also have... Michael Scully. Yeah, we have, we have three people here who are going to give you their take on what's in the news... What's our view on something and what is everyone spewing about? To- totally losing their <clears throat> over in the social media sphere today. So first of all, with the, with the news, we're going to start with a bit of a wrap of what happened last week and over the weekend in the political sphere where we changed, we've changed prime ministers because it's Tuesday and that's when you change your undies and or your, your, your prime minister. And um, our old prime minister... Well, he took his bat and ball and went to New York. What what do we think about this, Leanne? Yeah, well, I try, obviously, as a journalism student to remain politically unbiased, but as a for a conservative government, I mean, I've heard a lot about how Malcolm Turnbull, when he was a prime minister, he was really operating a Labour government um, while he was prime minister. And I just feel like he's really taken it the wrong way. I meant he got rid of the former Liberal leader himself and now that everybody was allegedly ganging up against him, he didn't like it, spat the dummy and decided, you know what, if I can't be the top dog, well, then I'm just getting out of there. I just feel that... I have to say that I thought it was... Yeah, the the absolute hypocrisy yeah, of definitely. a man talking about treachery who'd stabbed somebody else in in the back. Yeah, I mean, like it when he gets a taste seriously, of his own ha- have we have we not watched Shakespeare and um and understand that what goes around comes around? And I, I'm really sorry, Malcolm, but um, he just has to get over it. I mean. You know, you you do unto others as they do unto you, and well, look um, what's happened. <laughs> that, that, that's exactly right. And look, honestly, if I had a house in New York, I would probably take my bat and ball and go home too. If I had a, a choice of that many houses to, <laughs> yes. to to go home to, so it's it's you know, he was never going to go to the back bench. Malcolm Turnbull is not. A, a a team player, I don't think, and I think that you don't get to the position of where he was uh, by playing nicely. <laughs> to 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 be honest, he's kicking sand in people's faces and doesn't much like it when they kick back. But you know, I also think the the other big thing that came out of last week's news for me was the whole Peter Dutton thing, um, and the the, the nanny gate. Um, if if you like, we we are now officially in a nanny state where it's easier to get your au pair than um, just about anyone else into the country. Um, look, I, I was what horrified me about the story that that about these nannies that are uh, au pairs that have been given preferential access to Australia for rich people was not so much that that happened because, let's face it, in every walk of life, who you know is is a, is a thing. Um, what, what horrified me was the fact that whoever leaked this didn't care right up until it was politically expedient to care. That, you know, we, we shut up and we, we let Peter Dutton keep children in detention on Nauru and that's all right. Um, and it's okay to keep um, uh, to let au pairs come into the country and, and bend rules, if we like, right up until it's until it's not okay. Right up and, uh, until we suddenly decide 
that, you know what, we're going to cut Peter Dutton dry because we don't like him and suddenly we're going to start leaking like uh, one of the proverbial boats on its way to Australia. And I find that fairly appalling. Well, whether it's him or even when Amanda Vanstone had the same position as him, it's going to, it's happened now, it's going to happen in the future. I believe that um, whether or not he was just letting in whoever he wants to, it's going to be a continuing issue in in that role, I, I believe. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, we are only hard line on the people that we choose to be hard line to, that most of the illegals, I'm using my fingers to do bunny ears here, most of the illegals in Australia are actually people that have come on planes and they have stay, overstayed their, their welcome. But for some reason, if you can afford to get a plane and you come from the right country and you speak the right language and you go to the right church and you eat at the right cafes and drink the, it's all the right about cappuccino. What country you, yeah. you come from. I mean, I know this uh, from experience. One of my friends who now is an Australian citizen, I mean, depending on whether you're from Mexico or the country next to it in Guatemala, you can't get a bridging visa to stay in Australia. You need to go back to your country, wait between nine and 12 months uh, for the Australian uh, government to issue you a visa or whether or not you've been successful you can't just simply stay in Australia but if you're from Canada that's a different um, kettle of fish it really depends on what country you're from and unfortunately um, that's just how it is now now Mark you've just done the whole business of, of coming to Australia yes, how, did, how did that go for you it was not a smooth transition uh, my application as an American to Australia it took 15 months and I was married to an Australian so it was definitely uh, it was definitely a long, hard fight. Of course, I um, I had some resources that many people don't have, including a lawyer in Sydney that was helping process the paperwork. But uh, yes, not an easy task. Yeah, look at look, it's interesting, and um, I some years ago went through a similar sort of process because I'm married to an Englishman. And, and I did laugh at when they talk about how easy Australia's migration policies are because, in fact, um, even being you know, married to an Australian citizen doesn't necessarily... No fast pa- there's no fast track. Unless, of course, you do have a child with an Australian citizen, then that's a whole different kettle of fish. Indeed. And look, um, I think, and, and Mike, you might want to chip in here too, that um, we talk about, uh, we laugh as Australians at Trump, you mm. know, and, and he's building the wall with Mexico. Right. It's just very convenient for Australia that we already have a wall. Yeah, it's, called a, it's called the, yeah, the Pacific Ocean. Um, what do you make about our kind of viewing on this? Well, the, the wall, Trump's wall, is an illusion. You pointed this out earlier, um, that many of the people that are here illegally in Australia came in on planes, not on boats. And many of the people that came into the United States illegally came on planes, did not crawl over or under a wall. So the, the wall is really a fiction to talk about uh, or to help the Trump administration uh, create the racial division that it seems to be elevating his stature among the Republican Party. And it's working very well at that. It's working isn't very it? well. And now you have um, uh, Steve Ban- Bannon. Ban- um, yeah, I'm Forgive me, it's been a while. He's uh, quoted in the press today talking about how the, 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 the treaties are going to rise up again, and that's just more 
class baiting and race baiting, and he's he, he's brought that American, he's exported that American ugliness here to Australia. Mm. And look, that that actually brings me up to my spew of today, the, the social media spew. It, it, there's a nice segue in there, which is um, kind of bizarrely coming out of the Venice Film Festival and a um, a new film called First Man by the uh, yeah. producer of La La Land. Yeah, walking and, on the moon. Yeah, it's yeah. about the first man walking on the moon. Now, when it came out, the, the critics all noted um, in, in a kind of just we're noting sort of way that the iconic image of Neil Armstrong planting the flag on the moon was not in in the movie. Yes. And and people thought that was quite a nice and interesting directorial choice until social media yeah. lost its collective head about it because this is so un-American, isn't yes. it? Isn't it, Mike? Well, we Americans have been arguing over the symbols of our freedom for at least the last two or three years with talking about kneeling during foot, uh, American football or gridiron during the national anthem. Um, whether or not there should be American flags on lapels of journalists. It's been going on for a while. And again, I don't think that the American sense of freedom is as frail or as fragile as it's being perceived or, uh, um, or uh, the dialogue that's being created by the right wing in the United States. It, it seems a little suspect. Yeah, I mean, really, um, uh, the, the directors, I guess, didn't, help if you like by by saying that it was a it was really a a, a choice that they that whilst they they talked the flag was yeah. there they they talked about the arms race but they wanted this to be a movie about Armstrong and his and his yeah. personal um, conflicts and not uh, about the right. power of America, yeah. but it, it is it is seen to be deliberately anti-Trump. And yeah. I'm thinking, how can a film about something that happened, you In know, 1969, died, actually be anti a current president? It, it's quite bizarre to me. But I, um, I haven't seen the film, but it is. No, we has, we weren't in Venice on the weekend. No, we weren't. We could no. There there has been a subtext in a lot of the things that are going on in media of late that have been latent um, accusations of the Trump administration. I think that Trump has earned it because he has gone, uh, he has declared war on the, on legacy media. Um, it's unfortunate that the, you know, one of the powerful spokesmen, the powerful man of the United States has decided to take aim at one of the major tenets of the democracy, which is the media and journalism specifically. It's um, strange, though, that we're having this argument over something that um, silly. It's I think Neil Armstrong walking on the moon is much more important than somebody putting a flag on the moon. Yeah, and look, it, it, it to me when you start um, pointing fingers at at Hollywood, has that kind of McCarthyism sort of yeah. of of vibe to it, yeah. where you know anyone that didn't think the way that we thought they should. Think we were locking up and McCarthy did some ugly things to Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I think he, at a time when Hollywood really was deciding where it was going to land politically, and you had John Wayne as the voice of the Republican Party, and then late Ronald Reagan as the voice of the Republican Party. But the backbone of Hollywood was a reaction to the McCarthy era, and they're very much uh, in favor of the the liberal Democrat, the Democratic Party, and the li liberal apparatus that have help them become the uh, the uh, artist community that they are today. 
And and finally, Leanne, you've brought a, a spew to the table. What what are you noticing people are spewing about today? Okay, now look, this challenge did happen a couple of weeks ago, but the Drake and My Feelings is a single that just got dropped. The official video has just been released yesterday. On Can we have two. a bit of a listen? So this is Drake in My Feelings. All right, so let's just fade that down. Yeah, so basically there's a challenge that was created by this, what what I'll call an Instagram celebrity. So he's got quite... An an influencer, as we like to call him. He's a media personality. They're calling him a social media personality. His name is Shiggy. And he's come up with this idea where you're listening to Drake's song um, outside of a moving vehicle. Now... For one, that's stupid, and, and I know that there is probably a few people that are doing it, taking safety first, where they're doing it in a stationary vehicle or in a park. But basically, people from all around the world are getting someone while they're driving a car to open up the door, and as they're walking alongside a moving vehicle, they're filming them doing dance moves to this song. Now, I mean, this is just so stupid, but it's just another thing that people will do in this whole Instagram age where clicks give you this whole yeah, feeling I mean, of... Yeah, I mean, we've gone through things that um, have been ridiculously dangerous. I mean, it started off with the planking movement, which in itself was just stupid until people decided well, people that they need... people got fired, you know, yeah, for doing it as well. But they needed yeah. to plank on the side of cliffs and, and they, were, they, were, they were falling off. Yeah. Um, you know, eating chilies tipping buckets of, of of cold water over your head. And then eating those Tide Pods, yeah, which eating, was eating dangerous. Yeah, eating dishwashers, which I guess the buck stops nowhere, really. Like when people are looking for this kind of instant fame on social media and, and with the rise of technology, people are just looking. I mean, in Ukraine alone, you've got people there that... I don't know what the the top the term is, but they're they're taking selfies from ridiculously high, dangerous, illegal areas just to get this acknowledgement from people that they oh, don't look, know. I mean, it used to be the fifteen minutes of fame that we were all after. I think now it's the fifteen microseconds of Instagram fame, and 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 people are, are craving it. That if you don't get enough likes or enough love. Um, you know, go give someone a hug. Seriously, if if you need love, get a puppy because nothing loves you more than than your than your your dog, um, and it will love you for longer than planking or singing or or and possibly you know getting killed in the process yeah, of trying that, to become famous. A dog will not make you eat a Tide Pod, although if you've got a Labrador, it's probably beforehand anyway. Look, so that's that's today's news, views, and spews. Thank you very much, Leanne. Thank it's you been very a pleasure. Thank, thank you, you very much, Mike. You're welcome. And we will be back in the studio tomorrow with some new people and some new news, views, and very likely a new spew. So thank you and good afternoon. 